Hello and welcome to the J.D. Power Travel and Hospitality Podcast. I'm Michael Taylor. I'm the practice lead for travel at J.D. Power. And uh, this uh, is going to be a podcast without our fearless leader, Michael Vermillion. So you'll have to uh, forgive uh, any uh, errors that I might make during this podcast. But uh, as I've described it, described it, we're an out-of-control podcast that's going to play by its own rules. So with that, today we have uh, Andrea Stokes, uh, who is our practice lead for hospitality. Hello, Andrea. Hello. And we have Jenny Corwin, who is in charge of our Consumer Insights Group uh, at J.D. Power. For, for travel, right? Well, for travel. <laughs> if you wanna, if you wanna, I think of you as being able to do anything, Jenny. So. Oh, oh thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I don't limit you just to travel. I figure you're good, you're good with the answers for everything. <laughs> so, well, we thought we'd uh, do something slightly different for this one and have a little bit of a roundtable discussion and just have a couple different topics here that I'd like to introduce. And the first one is, what is the best advice you're giving your travel clients now, and why do you give that advice? And Andrea, I thought we'd start with you. Sure. Well, for hospitality, I think uh, the best advice to to kind of you know get through this difficult time that that it seems like it's it's dragging on longer than I think we all want. Um, but I think the best advice is, you know, with, with the guests that are coming into your hotels, the important thing is to, uh, communicate, uh, be transparent, be transparent about what's available and what's not available at the hotel. Um, any communication upfront that, that can be done through, you know, email, or any other way I think is, is important. I think guests want to stay informed and this is especially important. And I, as you know, as, as things kind of are, you know, getting worse this, this winter with the pandemic, I think hotels really, you know, need to just uh, bide time, um, try to, you know, spend this time when, when there's low demand to spend time on things like training staff or, um, you know, perhaps doing some repairs that maybe were being put off. I think it's, um, you know, when, when travel comes back and when demand comes back, we won't have time really to make some of those um, investments and investments maybe that we put on hold. I realize it's a difficult time for hotels in terms of revenue and investment, but as much as can be done, um, I think it's important. Uh, and I also would say to take care of your staff, um, do what you can be understanding, uh, help, help your staff as much as possible, do their, do their jobs, um, but also help them you know, personally, if, if they need support, uh, and help personally. So, um, I think, you know, I, I think we'll get through this. Um, it, it looks like a vaccine is around the corner. And I think once that happens, um, there will be a rush uh, of customers and guests. And, you know, I think we need to be prepared for that, uh, and spend this time, hopefully preparing for that time. Andrea, is there anything that um, you think your hospitality clients are, can do that's relatively low cost that doesn't require much investment that would build some goodwill with their potential clients? Yeah, I I, I go back to to training. 
Um, you know, there are a lot of low cost or even no cost uh, training uh, courses or videos. Um, I think any time training can focus on actually delivering service. Um, it's a little bit different than, you know, simply training your staff on software or uh, processes and procedures. I think uh, training your staff on guest service and how to deliver really, really excellent guest service um, would be a good way to um, kind of, you know, keep your staff on top of it, right? And, and ensure that they're able to deliver that service um, both now and, and again when travel demand comes back. So that's a, a really low cost or, or even no cost um, you know, option for, for a lot of hotels that I think they can take advantage of now. All right. Well, thanks, Andrea. And same question to you, Jenny. What's the best advice you're giving your clients and why do you give that advice? Yeah, I, I think it's similar to what Andrea is saying, um, but just from a different perspective, which is don't stop looking at the data. Um, I, I feel like, you know, as you've got a little bit of time, potentially, um, make sure you're still paying attention to the data. Like this this period of time is still uh, going to impact your reputation and your brand. And there's a, a lot of opportunity out there to gain some goodwill. I know you mentioned that a little bit. And I think, um, you know, through things like Andrea had mentioned, um, you know, caring for your employees, showing that you're a part of the community, just expressing some empathy is it will go a long way uh, to build some brand equity during this time. So um, while you do, you know, the, the occupancy is lower or, um, you know, the flights are less crowded, there are less people there, um, you do have an, op an opportunity to make a really strong impression with these customers um, in terms of, you know, building up some, some goodwill that could really outlast the pandemic. And I think my hope is, is that we will see as, you know, with this vaccine, I, I hope 2021 will be the year of revenge travel. That's my new favorite. Uh, Good one. I like that. So far, I really like the, the revenge travel. Uh, I'm looking to do some myself. And so I, I think we're, we may be entering a very busy period. And so some of that goodwill, though, may, may help you um, gain some of those customers that are really just hungry to travel and get out. So, yeah, that's my, my advice. You gotta, I think you ought to put a copyright on that revenge travel line. That's a good one. <laughs> it's not mine. Yeah. I've seen it used. I wish I wish oh. I up with that. But I love it. Well, you, revenge travel yeah. it just sounds great. You had me totally convinced it was all your own, Jen. So. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. Well, maybe somebody hasn't filed a patent on it yet and you can get in there and okay. charge a fee. <laughs> anyway, but, and I'll, I'll answer for my side of things, the airports, airlines, and rental car clients I've got, you know, and anybody who's listened to this podcast has heard me say this every single time. And I do say this every single time, all epidemics end, all of them, even though this seems like this one's not ending, but with as Andrea mentioned, um, with the vaccines that are going to be produced and distributed hopefully very quickly, you know, we're really going to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And uh, I would echo the same thing that both of you said is I tell uh, our clients, uh, J.D. Power clients, that, that building goodwill during this time frame is what's going to help slingshot you out of this uh, pandemic uh, downturn. And uh, again, I would also say the same thing because well, I think we've all looked at the same research that we've done at JD Power, that communicating that your company cares about employees as people. Now, and that's great for your employees. It also uh, creates a tremendous amount of goodwill 
with your prospective clients and your current clients that are traveling during this time that you're thinking of not only the the person who's paying the bill on the airline or at the airport or at the hotel, but you're also worried and concerned about the health of the people who are providing that service. And things that we've learned also um, that are very specific to various industries, control of personal space, it seems to make a big difference in making people feel less afraid to travel. And that's very apparent in the, the data that we've seen come out about rental car companies and also hotels where you're limiting how many people are coming in and out of that space. And it's actually a space that's relatively finite and relatively easy to clean. You're not going to clean the entire uh, aircraft that you're sitting in and you don't have any control of who's going to sit next to you. And that does seem to add to that fear of where I'm going to catch COVID or might catch COVID. Uh, The fear of that is greatest on board the aircraft but also handing out those little wipes. I did uh, travel to Florida this past week. Every flight, uh, they handed me a little packet of the uh, antiseptic wipes, which I declined, by the way, because I think the airlines do a great job of cleaning the aircraft already. And the other thing we see on the airport side is make everybody wear a mask, not employees and guests alike. Uh, Whether you believe in them or not, and whether you think they make a difference or not, doesn't really matter. It communicates to everybody that, you know, you're making an effort and having your employees wear the mask correctly and enforce mask procedures on guests does seem to make a difference. So anyways, our next topic is what are the most innovative things your clients are doing now during this pandemic period? And I thought we'd start with Jenny first on this one. Yeah, I think that the travel and hospitality industry has always been very innovative. And, um, you know, I think that, uh, Situations like this really force that innovation. And and some of the things we've seen are things that probably were happening anyway, but are just being sped up, right, by necessity. So the one thing I really think that's interesting is just seeing a lot of the different uh, marketing offers and the way that brands are trying to reach their customers, uh, you know, where they are. I think, like I said previously, a lot of people want to be traveling. They don't want to be stuck in their homes anymore. They want to be out there. They really miss it. Um, and so, so brands are really being creative in the ways that they, they can, you know, message to, to those people. Um, you see a lot of buy now, stay later, um, you know, a lot of really flexible fare policies for people being able to, uh, uh, you know, book in advance and really start building up that, uh, anticipation. I I love the trip anticipation. And I think that we're going to get a lot of people doing that soon. Um, The other big thing, though, is is like the workcation, right? You see a lot of brands really offering packages where you can can stay and you can work or you can school, whatever it is you're doing, because everything is virtual now, but you can do that somewhere else, Um, which which I can see how that would be very appealing, right? And, And I think uh, that's a way to get some people that may not have experienced or may not have planned on traveling because, you know, they feel like things are you know, not everything is what it should be right now. You know, all your amenities aren't there, but um, you have this opportunity then to say, well, if you want to stay with us for a certain amount of time, you can come and work. We're going to give you Wi-Fi. And you'll be able to just work, but not be at home. Uh, that, that's pretty appealing to people. And we had actually thought that the workcation was going to be something that was going to be pretty popular prior to the pandemic anyways. Um, you know, something we're going to see rising in popularity just because um, so many more companies are offering the ability to work virtually. Um, but again, this pandemic has kind of forced everyone's hand and, and we've had to adapt a little bit sooner. So now 
Um, you know, I, my work is wherever my laptop is and my laptop, um, you know, is probably much happier or me and my laptop are much happier on a beach somewhere than we would in dreary Michigan in November. So I, I can definitely see the appeal of some of these, you know, new offers and new ways to market their services. And I, I think some of these things will stick around post pandemic. No, no offense to Michigan, right? No, I love Michigan, uh, but you know we have entered what we call the gray season. It lasts from about November to February, uh, sometimes March. So you know, <laughs> it'll get better. I remember, I remember that from the gray city in Chicago when I used to live there. The same thing, same kind of weather. And so, Andrea, what are the innovative things that your clients are doing right now? Well, I think obviously they've had to innovate um, around cleaning using uh, equipment and, and tools perhaps that they never, that hotels at least never thought they would have to use um, to uh, clean, uh, clean both the hotel rooms, but also the public spaces such as the lobbies and the hallways and uh, other spaces in the, in the hotel. So I, um, I think those will probably stick around. Um, hotels have, have had to invest in this equipment, so I don't see them really uh, getting rid of it that any, you know, anytime soon, um, once kind of once we get through uh, this pandemic. But so cleaning is, is one area. I think hotels also um, are using this time to, uh, you know, determine what guests really want and and what they might miss. For example, uh, some hoteliers are, are taking things, you know, out of the hotel rooms um, because it's it's just fewer items that the that the housekeeping has to clean, such as coffee makers and irons and ironing boards and um, you know other things that you would typically find in a hotel. And I think, uh, during this time, you you know, hotels will really get that feedback about, you know, what do guests really miss? Uh, do they really miss having a coffee maker in the room, or uh, are they fine with going to the lobby and and maybe getting a cup of coffee that you're offering them in the lobby? Our guests, do they really miss, um, you know, having kind of uh, mini bars and and other things in the room? Um, so I think it's an opportunity for, you know, hoteliers to really find out what their guests really want, uh, do research, get feedback from guests, um, and keep track of that feedback, right, over time to really, really determine what guests want and what they don't want. And uh, I think that will lead to, you know, other innovations um, down the road once we get out of the pandemic, because when hoteliers don't have to invest in coffee makers and irons and ironing boards, they can invest in, you know, other things that guests may really want. Thanks, Andrea. And again, from my side, um, the innovative things I think that are also centered around cleaning as everyone else is very focused on that topic, but the UV light cleaning that uh, airlines are doing, looks to be very innovative and it's very persuasive. And they've made, they've created some fantastic videos of how they do that. Um, and it looks very interesting and very high tech. And I, I really like to see that. Um, I think that's a good innovative practice. And the more you can explain to people the extra steps that you're taking in cleaning, the more convincing you're going to be uh, that people should be traveling again. 
And on the rental car side of things, uh, Hertz and other people have followed have put stickers on the car. I rented from Hertz this weekend, um, or this week, I should say. Had that round sticker on there. And uh, the guy at the uh, gate had a hard time taking it off. It just communicates that, you know, this place has been disinfected and no one's been in it since. Part of that control of personal space that we see in the research that J.D. Power has done. And on the airport side of things, they're being very specific about the type of cleaning they're doing, the hospital-grade cleaning materials that they're using. And in some cases, airports are offering free parking uh, because of the stress of travel during this period. And uh, really, practically, they don't have to clean the uh, uh, the uh, shuttle buses uh, as much, which is something they were worried about. So it's kind of a win-win situation. Anyway, so that uh, concludes our uh, podcast for this month. Thanks for listening. Uh, next month, we're going to have our year-end uh, summary podcast, as well as our coming year predictions. So please tune in for that. And if you'd like more information about the travel and hospitality practice at J.D. Power, you can find us online, of course, at jdpower.com slash business, and just click on that travel and hospitality icon uh, at the lower part of the page. And I want to thank uh, Andrea and Jenny for some great insights uh, on this podcast. And thanks to everyone for listening. And we'll see you next month.